Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your hosts, Mike Fagan and Tim Ben. We're opinion, fact, informative, and your alert system. Now let's get ready to rumble. Good day once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on Will Something Wicked Come This Way? This Wednesday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. And yes, I am asking that question, folks, because in this particular case, ladies and gentlemen, we're using the word wicked in a good way. You remember when we were slang, kids? A little slang. A little slang, yeah. When oh, that we were, thing, that car is wicked fast. That's right. That's yeah, right. And we're hoping fast. that some good things come out of what we're getting ready to report to you folks during today's show. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I arrived at the Cancer Center where I'd be serving as my mom's live-in caregiver, feeling alone and afraid. I'd left my family and support system more than 750 miles behind me. But before I could even touch my luggage, Frank, a man with a huge grin, offered to help. By the time we reached the sixth floor, I'd made plans to meet his wife, Lori, who cared for him during his treatments. The couple soon became like family as we leaned on God and each other. We laughed, vented, cried, and prayed together. Though we all felt displaced, Our connection to God and each other kept us rooted in love as we supported one another. When Ruth committed to caring for her mother-in-law, she left the security of familiarity behind. Ruth entered a field and began to glean behind harvesters. The overseer told the landowner, Boaz, that Ruth came into the field and remained working except for a short rest in the shelter. Ruth found a safe place with people willing to care for her as she cared for Naomi. And God provided for Ruth and Naomi through Boaz's generosity. Life circumstances can provide roads to unexpected places far beyond our comfort zones. As we remain connected to God and each other, he'll keep us rooted in love as we support one another. You know the drill, folks. Father God, you are a loving God. Thank you for promising to be with us and for providing all that we need. In your son's Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one of the hottest stories through latter part of last week was Twitter tweets and Elon Musk. It appears as though Elon Musk is going to start releasing troves of emails, tweets, and things to that effect. Just basically trying to make Twitter very, very transparent nowadays. Here is your headline, folks. Elon Musk releases a trove of emails detailing the internal debate at Twitter over censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story. And let me tell you something, folks. This is going to get really, really good because I mean, up to this particular point, we already know that the FBI agents that were involved in this can be subpoenaed to testify. We know that CBS News went ahead and conducted an independent evaluation of the laptop and has confirmed that none of that laptop has gotten modified. Nothing has been added to that laptop since that laptop was turned in as of, you know, the time date stance that are provided hey, through wait, computer whoa, 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 algorithms. Oh, fact checkers. There was no laptop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. But I'm telling you what, this thing is going to start coming out and seeing some sunshine, I'm sure, as soon as the Republican congressional critters get seated, if you will. Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, Russian disinformation, it's really hard to, you know, the second liar never had a chance, they say, right? Yeah, there you go. Now, here's a little bit of that story. Billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk did as he promised and revealed on Friday a trove of emails detailing the internal debate at Twitter over the censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story ahead of the 2020 election. 
Musk tweeted an announcement about the emails, and after a delay, the Twitter files, as they are now being referred to, folks, was released in a lengthy tweet thread by journalist Matt Taibbi. The first tweet garnered over 425,000 likes in one hour. The Twitter files tell an incredible story from inside one of the world's largest, most influential social media platforms. It is a Frankenstein tale of a human-built mechanism grown out of control of its designer. One email showed that members of the Biden administration were reaching out to the Twitter team and asking them to review tweets which were later deleted by the company. This reporter noted that both parties had access to Twitter for these requests, and they were honored from both the Biden and the Trump campaigns in 2020. This system wasn't balanced. It was based on contacts because Twitter was and is overwhelmingly staffed by people of one political orientation. There were more channels, more ways to complain open to the left or the Democrats, if you will, than the right. Twitter took extraordinary steps to suppress the story, removing links, posting warnings, and that it may be unsafe to open. They even blocked its transmission via direct message, a tool hitherto reserved for extreme cases, i.e. child pornography. Initially, the decision was made to censor the story based on a dubious claim that information on the laptop might contain hacked documents from a foreign government. Mm. There's your Russian disinformation and Uh collusion. They just freelanced it, said a former Twitter employee. Hacking was the excuse, but within a few hours, pretty much everyone realized that wasn't going to hold. But no one had the guts to reverse it. I mean, look, you know, if the Biden administration and the DNC is going to be forking over several million dollars to Jack Dorsey, who was running Twitter at that particular point, do you think these guys are going to be doing Biden's bidding? Well, of course they are. And that's kind of going back, you know, using this story as an example, going back to the discussion we had with the spokesman reporter Sulani Madsen when we were talking about elections and the media. Yeah, big time, man. You got these politicians especially on the Democrat side, especially if you live in a blue state that are handing over tons and tons of money for campaign ads and things of like that nature. Not only that, subsidies. I mean, the local newspapers have gotten subsidies, Mike. Yeah, big time. So, and, and so are you going to, you know, go against the party that keeps handing you money when you're talking about reporting? Probably not. No, that's why we're not getting the truth out of the out of the media. That's right. You know, out of mainstream media, you're absolutely nailing it, man. I mean, you know, the millions and millions, if not billions of dollars, you know, over that is spread out amongst the mainstream media outlets there on advertising right. and things to this effect. Well, it's just like you and I, we could not we cannot take any advertising dollars from political candidates or campaigns because the reporting requirements are too burdensome. Yes, absolutely, so it's the big man. corporate guy that are getting all of this political buyouts, if you will. I mean, oh, campaign yeah. ads. <laughs> political so, buyouts. You know, uh, How about bribes, man? Bribes, basically. Call it what it is. Yeah, it's a bribe. That's, that's right. <laughs> or, or blackmail, whatever. I mean, it can be used. Yeah, it could be you know, one or the other. Several different ways. And, you know, folks, I mean, that is just an initial salvo coming out of Elon Musk and, you know, the mainstream media at this particular point. I'm well, sure like that, that through this week. I like the one statement he said, though. I mean, there's, there's lots of 
news about him firing people at Twicker. I mean, Tweaker. I mean, t- Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Right? He fired. I guess a bunch we're going to have to call it what it is now, yeah. since it's not left leaning anymore, right? Well, but it, and and I, I actually, Elon Musk has admitted that he was initially left leaning. That's he, true. He said they've gone wacko, and so he doesn't want anything to do with them. But he got huge criticism about firing all of these people, and you know he was basically on video saying, "Hey, look." I went in there. There was a bunch of people hanging out. I was like, hey, guys, how you doing? What do you guys do here? Yeah. And they couldn't really give me an explanation, so I fired them. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> so he's just dropping dead weight. And, you know, who knows? Once he looks into it, there might be a lot of those employees that, you know, they couldn't explain what they were doing because what they were initially paid to do was not legal and not good and exactly why he bought twitter to not ban and suppress information that might be true yeah you betcha but you know the thing of it is too is i've already heard reports since musk has been at the helm where there have been certain people i you know i don't have any specific names come to mind but there have been certain people that either maintain the band they maintain the band on them or they just recently got banned so right <laughs> and then again you've got a lot of left-leaning you know democrats that are bailing from twitter right now and yeah. you know some of them are in the entertainment industry and it's like well who cares i mean i don't even know who you are well, now i mean there's so many social media platforms out there when you look at you know the twitter the gab and the truth social and the, yeah, there's so many those, yeah trying to keep track of them i think that down the road it's gonna you know one of them has to turn into walmart to get most of the traffic yeah i mean not that i think everyone should go to walmart i think that there should be more competition in the retail industry but when you're talking about the public square which is what elon has talked about twitter being yeah it has a really small footprint in comparison to Facebook. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have to see these entities wore it out and probably only end up with a couple of them left because now it's starting to look like there's just too many for it to actually be the public square. Right, right. Well, you know, you happened to mention the word retail and then my brain just started churning and I started thinking of some comments that we were making on yesterday's show, you know, with regard to the amount of inflation, how much more money people are going to end up having to spend in order to maintain lifestyles. And, you know, it just dawned on me. One of the things that I was remiss in not reminding the listeners is, look, guys, Christmas is right around the corner. Okay. And next year is going to be really, really bad in the economy and i mean i encourage everybody to go out there and seek out the information and confirm it for yourself but point i wanted to well, make it's definitely is this. a year not to load up your credit cards i think yeah that is for I mean, sure next year could be fine i mean for you know for all we know it perfectly fine and and the economy could bounce back and you know weekend at bernie's i mean the biden administration could end suddenly you could sure. end up with kamala in there for 10 seconds and then get lost in the white house then it could be handed down to the speaker of the house yeah you yes, bet. you never know. Next year might be a interesting or a great year, but I would err on the side of caution and not max out those credit cards. Absolutely, because you're hearing from a guy right now that during Thanksgiving ended up spending on five dozen eggs, a box of five dozen eggs, over fifteen dollars, folks. Well, they, those you know, eggs and keep going three up. and four months ago, man, those that same box of five dozen eggs was five dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, so like I'm telling bucks, you what. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't look like supply chain is going to get any better. You know, the well, last the cost time, of diesel is outrageous. I mean, it, so, it is. so we talked about the price of fuel coming down. Yeah. And so what the about the of, railroad strike, the, man? The price of gasoline has come down. Yeah. 
price of diesel hasn't no not, it has not, not much so no. it, it's still up there and that's your, your eggs and everything you find at your store was on a semi truck and probably multiple times right so you, bet. you know that's that's part of your supply chain costs and your inflation is getting the product to the consumer that's right and just to go quickie update here you know again don't have very much detail but i do understand that the biden administration and congress has recently addressed this looming railway strike that everybody had been concerned about and for good reason i'm telling you you know rail freight is probably the biggest kink in the supply chain if you will you know and if we ain't got the trains running oh boy it doesn't matter how many trucks you throw on the road we're still going to be in a big time hurt well the supply chain but you know the trains that i see that are the most continuous in our area is the coal trains yeah and uh, they're still taking coal to china i don't think that's going to stop anytime soon no i don't think it would it will either they might slow down the train traffic that brings other goods right uh, you know across the country and to market from the inside of the united states out to the rest of the world which will you know, it won't hurt the rest of the world as much as it's going to hurt the United States. But yeah, that's all part of the great reset plan is to, you know, damage the United States irreparably. Yeah, you bet. Anyway, at the end of the day, just know that I do believe that the resolution on averting this rail strike had it that the rail workers were going to be seeing 30 percent increases in their compensation packages one piece of the compensation package and i believe it was paid vacation didn't make it into the legislation the rail workers are peeved about that and basically the president of the rail association says hey look biden we're going to remember this for 2024 all of our rail union employees are going to be remembering you in 2024 right well 30 percent pay increases biden can't say he's a union man well, I, unions are going to come after him, man. Well, and they probably should. But remember, he told the union workers he doesn't work for them. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. A lot of your beef comes from Brazil, Africa, and <clears throat> China. Bet you didn't know that. The Spokane County cattlemen know that. And they are the ones advocating for country of origin labeling on the meat that we buy and feed to our families. Find them on Facebook right now. That burger you just got at your favorite drive-thru has over a thousand different DNAs in it. Well, you may want to consider buying from local producers. And in other words, folks, buy locally. The Spokane County Cattlemen are on Facebook and are there to advocate for you, educate and inform you on what's happening in the global and local meat industry. With today's Corona-controlled society, the shopping restrictions, and possible rationing, making sure that your family doesn't experience food insecurities should be our top priority. You can do your part. Be secure. Buy from local growers and producers. The Spokane County cattlemen know this and are here to help you. Find them on Facebook right now. To our Spokane area veterans and their families, if you haven't checked out the Hilliard Veterans of Foreign Wars Post 1474, located at Diamond and Regal Street in Spokane, you gotta be there or be square. The Hilliard VFW is there to assist you and yours with all your VA questions. Give them a call at 487-3784. Weekly bingo, cards, bowling, dart tournaments, and meal specials are just a few more things that the Hilliard VFW offers. Stop on by, give them a call, 487-3784. And welcome back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on Will Something Wicked Come This Way? This Wednesday episode here Something on Rice Book. You're talking about like uh, <laughs> she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes, like the, the train. And uh, 
And again, well, the train it, be delivering anything for Christmas? Kind that's of story? that's right. That's right. We're we're not using the word wicked in the negative sense, okay, folks. We're using slang. wicked in as a slang. Remember when we were kids, we were talking about how wicked cool everything was. That's what yeah, we're talking I, about I, here. I, I'm kind of in the middle there somewhere as far as my age goes. I mean, I'm in the middle of the slang terms. I don't even know what they use now. It's probably not even a real word. <laughs> it's probably an emoji or some kind of acronym. Probably an emoji, knowing that the more recent generations man that's for sure all right here's your next story ladies and gentlemen according to tucker carlson apple is now an active collaborator with china's murderous police state apple is headquartered in cupertino california and technically run by american executive tim cook despite its u.s grounding founding leadership and receipt of american subsidies to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars every year the tech giants loyalties are in serious doubt The company's recent efforts to aid China's communist regime in squashing dissent and putting down a peaceful anti-lockdown movement has prompted some to suggest that Apple takes its marching orders from a genocidal foreign power. Well, as far as doing business over there and the vast majority of, and it's not just Apple, it's all electronics are put together assembled in china yeah you bet now hours after florida governor ron DeSantis suggested that apple is serving basically as a vessel to the chinese communist party fox news tucker carlson took to the airwaves to excoriate the california-based tech giant suggesting that apple's loyalty is to the government of china on Tuesday night, Carlson suggested that while it's not manifestly clear whether the American news media is compromised by a foreign power, we know for a fact that Apple is covering for the government of China. Despite benefiting from its U.S. rooting, Apple is in no sense American, said Carlson. Carlson referenced how the company dutifully helped the communist regime crush dissent by disabling its airdrop feature in China. Protesters and critics of the CCP were thus prevented from communicating directly with one another and circumnavigating the regime's communication controls. Right. Well, so, I mean, this is so corporations, this isn't new just to the, our, the great reset era that we're in, where corporations are working with totalitarian governments, kind of like the United States, yeah. you know, in their lockdowns and major corporations played their role in trying to get everyone to get vaccinated, have everyone follow the rules because why the major corporations all stayed open like walmart and your major stores your retail outlets still stayed open the shopping malls right right it was just your mom and pop shops it was just your small independent businesses so government and big corporations even in the united states are colluding against the rest of the population there's nothing new there so apple is obviously doing something wrong here in china but how many corporations are doing that kind of stuff when you're looking at the media who owns cnn who yeah. owns, you know, all, all the different corporate, um, you look at corporate umbrellas and you look at the ownership, how much of corporate America does China either own or control via supply chain? Mm-hmm. You bet. So, so it's huge. And, and I think just looking at Apple is a little myopic if we don't start, if we want to control corporations and make sure that they are, I don't know, more American, and <laughs> and don't aid our enemies. We have to go back, I mean, really to World War II and look at, like, the New York Times, the media, right? Right, right. They, they suppressed the, the genocide in Hitler, Germany. Right. And so we have the media suppressing things all the time. It's not just the Hunter Biden laptop, but a lot of things that the media is colluding with totalitarian regimes in our own country and other countries. So 
I think we need to hold them all accountable, including Apple. Yeah. Like, why aren't we making more of these electronics here? Yeah, you betcha, man. Well, you know, I, Apple, definitely a good example of this thing called technocracy. Again, part of the WEF's plan for the one world government is to have that government working hand in hand with the techno guys. Right. World okay. Economic Forum. You bet. Right? Yeah. And the Great Reset. That's, that's exactly. the, whole, the whole thing is that why, why do they need? They don't want borders. They don't want governments where the population might be in control of it. They want the corporations and their oligarchs in control of, of the whole situation and they'll they'll pay people that may not even be able to be know what side of the stage to leave and they can rule the world oh wait we kind of have that (laughs) no doubt (laughs) all right the story continues without permanent airdrop it's effectively impossible for freedom-minded citizens to organize with one another they are powerless according to carlson for having killed airdrop in china and helped silence the critics of the ccp carlson claimed that apple is now an active collaborator with china's murderous police state when tanks roll into a chinese city apple is rooting for the tanks Woohoo, boy that's a that's a strong statement that's a pretty strong statement for sure the cable host appeared to be in concurrence with florida's republican governor who told fox news on tuesday that the company is working with the state to shut down people in china that are really engaged in a noble effort to protest what is basically leninist rule Well, of course, man. Meanwhile, in the U.S., DeSantis said Apple is trying to get Elon Musk's Twitter off the App Store, potentially, which would be a huge blow for free speech. Well, that's kind of where they're looking at the monopoly side of it is the App Store. Exactly. Kind of like they did to the Parler app, you know, between Amazon's control over placing ads and things and, you know, these major, you know, technocrats, basically. So you got Apple Store. It can make or break a business. If you're, it's, it's kind of like eBay not letting you sell stuff. I don't know how many people still use eBay, but those are the kinds of things that once they take over a big portion of the market and they can exclude, decide who to exclude and include in the market, it's pretty dangerous power. Yeah, that is for sure. Now, this is not the first time Apple has helped the CCP censor and the police the Chinese people. The Citizen Lab at the Monk School of Global Affairs and Public Policy issued a report last year indicating that Apple censors political content, including broad references to Chinese leadership and China's political system, name of dissents and independent news organizations, and general terms relating to religions, democracy, and human rights. Censorship campaign undertaken by Apple on behalf of the CCP bleeds into both Hong Kong and Taiwan. Much of this censorship exceeds Apple's legal obligations in Hong Kong, and we are aware of no legal justification for the political censorship of content in Taiwan. But since those contracts happened with Apple and the Chinese government, Hong Kong has a different group leading it now, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, about, yeah, well, I they're, mean, they're I, following the politi- the corporation of Apple is following yes. the political realities on the ground in China, basically. Yes, they basically are. And they, they have to do the are. same thing in every country. And so that's, I mean, you look at globalist countries, they're going to follow the rules of the country that they're operating in if they want to continue to operate. That is correct. So do you want to take a portion of the money or not? Do you want a piece of the market share or not? And so, you know, the political class and the corporations working together in China are the ones creating that tyranny. But the same thing's happening here in the United States. I mean, does everybody here that's listening know that your phone is listening to you? Your phone, every app that you have, you're being tracked no matter what. Oh, your phone's not doing it. 
well, what about your, you know, the watch that you wear that keeps track of your uh, health statistics and fitness? That's right. I mean, what about you, all the cameras that are out sure. there? We talked about this on another show. Oh, all you the, bet, All the man. cameras that are out there with facial recognition that are somewhere in a in the backside of a computer. You know, it might not be out in the open, and you might not be able to get public disclosure on it. But these corporations are tracking you through cameras that the government has installed or cameras that corporations have installed, like the Ring apps, you know, all these things that, you know, have have cameras on them. They have the capability of of facial recognition. So if you think you're in a country that has rights of privacy, I think you must not be in America. (laughs) No doubt about it, man. That is for sure, boy. Yeah, in this thing, uh, you know, with the App Store, it's my understanding that that could equate to a death blow to the likes of Twitter in the event that, you know, Twitter and Apple can't come together with some kind of an agreement or understanding, if you will. I think Elon Musk has probably enough access to legal counsel that Apple probably is not going to be able to do that because uh, not only has he got access to legal counsel, he has access to other technocrats out there, you know, yeah. big tech, and he creates his own store. Sure, you bet. And, and, and finds his way to patch and hack into the apples. And that's one of the things that a lot of people don't like about the Apple platform is that, and it used to be, you know, the Macintosh, the Apple, yeah. was a system that wasn't as hackable, right? Right. So it was more secure, didn't have all the virus problems. You know, it used to be, you know, Microsoft, you're always having to buy all these updates. Apple, you didn't have to buy the updates all the time. It didn't have as many problems exactly. as the, like the PCs, right? Is what the, the whole thing was back in what, the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Well, now it's to the point where, you know, if you want to listen to music using an Apple, you've got to go to their store. If you want to utilize any kind of an application, you have to get it from the Apple store. You can't go somewhere else. So they're kind of creating a monopoly inside their own marketplace. And I think the courts might step in on that one for Twitter. Well, let's hope that that is the case, because, you know, I'll tell you, I was going to say at our level, ladies and gentlemen, you know, there is always something that we could be doing. We could go and buy other than an Apple iPhone. We could could go and buy other than an apple tv controller we could buy other than an apple computer or other electronics and anything else that apple might you know have their grubs on at this particular point i'm not saying boycott (laughs) i'm just saying that you know as a consumer you have buying choices that you can speak with your wallet exactly speak with your own money but the thing is I, i i think that we can look at all of these things but realize there isn't really a product out there that gets away from it. Uh-huh. I mean, because the other companies are, are doing the same thing. They're just not doing it via those applications inside of Apple. Now, Apple has got a big chunk of China's market. Yeah. Now, if Apple fails, let's say we boycott and Apple goes bankrupt. You think the other corporations out there aren't going to want to have access to a market the size of China and do the same thing? <laughs> yeah, big time, man. I think it's more what our government does to control. Oh, wait, the commerce clause. We could, our government actually has the power not to just, you know, have a country control the border and control international commerce coming into the United right, States. It was right. kind of like, you know, them creating free trade with China in the first place, which is what created basically our manufacturing. To, we just became a consumer economy because our manufacturing went overseas because we're a global environment now for an economy. 
it's our own government that made those decisions to get us where we're at. Yeah, big time. So the biggest boycott of corporations and control of them is going to come from our elected leaders. Right, right. And, you know, it just absolutely blows me away that, you know, the congressional critters, the state legislature, they don't get this stuff. You and I, we live it, we breathe it. I think they do, Mike. I think they do get this stuff. And the way they... Well, it doesn't seem like that. Well, but they get this stuff for free. See, that's the thing. They, They get lots of dollars in their campaign stashes. They get lots of foresight on things that might be happening in the economy that their husbands might be able to, like Pelosi, to invest in as soon as certain bills are passed. So I think a lot of them get it. They're just corrupt. Yes, big time. (laughs) Because I'll tell you, you know, as many years as you and I have been talking about it, you especially, and the listeners know it now because we've drilled it into their heads. It's just absolutely mind-blowing, you know, that the uh, government critters just don't get it. Well, that's why we want America back. you, You are definitely right because uh you know they do get it and it's just that they are very very corrupt that's why they're still continually there and tons and millions and tens and twelves of hundreds of millions and just go trillions now actually just go here and go there and yeah they're not responsible to account for it they just ask for you to re-elect them because they love america (laughs) that being said ladies and gentlemen mike and tim are out of here today we'll be back at you in your face again tomorrow bye-bye